0: Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible. Today is day three, and we will be reading from Genesis 8 through 11. Your hosts today are Dave Moore and Matt Carter.
1: This is the Daily Reader for day three, Genesis chapters 8 through 11. As we begin today, the earth is still covered with water, and Noah is floating safely above it. There's something striking about the line, but God remembered Noah and all the animals. Rescue wasn't enough. Noah was rescued in order that he might thrive in some other future. Not only saved, but saved for something. You'll notice today that certain human metaphors are used to describe the Lord. He remembers Noah. Later on, God smells the pleasing aroma of Noah's sacrifice and says in his heart that he will never again destroy the earth in this way. Remember, the subject of this book is God, and this is the most personal description of the Lord we've seen thus far. So, what's the author saying here? At the end of the story, or at the end of Noah's story, there is a troubling scene with his sons. Pay attention to the names here, and the character of the men who bore them, as well as the names in the genealogy that follows. These names would have been familiar to the Hebrews when they heard these stories, and many of them will be seen again as cities, tribes, and nations later on. Near the end of today's reading is the story of the Tower of Babel. These nine verses have what's called a chiastic structure. It's a form of poetry where every event in the first half has a response in reverse order in the second half. That's the first nine verses of chapter 11. You can have fun mapping it yourself if you like. Notice again in this passage the human metaphor of God coming down to view the city and tower. Also pay attention to the conversation that God has in the heavens, using words like us and we. You've seen this before. Let us make man in our image. Behold, the man has become like us, knowing good and evil. Let this plurality sink in. Again, our verse for the week is John 1 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Genesis chapters 8 through 11. Now let's read it.
0: Chapter 8. But God remembered Noah and all the beasts and all the livestock that were with him in the ark, and God made a wind blow over the earth, and the waters subsided. The fountains of the deep and the windows of the heavens were closed, the rain from the heavens was restrained, and the waters receded from the earth continually. At the end of a hundred fifty days the waters had abated, and in the seventh month, on the seventeenth day of the month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. And the waters continued to abate until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the month, the tops of the mountains were seen. At the end of forty days, Noah opened the window of the ark that he had made, and sent forth a raven. It went to and fro, until the waters were dried up from the earth. Then he sent forth a dove from him, to see if the waters had subsided from the face of the ground. But the dove found no place to set her foot, and she returned to him to the ark, for the waters were still on the face of the whole earth. So he put out his hand, and took her, and brought her into the ark with him. He waited another seven days, and again he sent forth the dove out of the ark, and the dove came back to him in the evening, and behold, in her mouth was a freshly plucked olive leaf. So Noah knew that the waters had subsided from the earth. Then he waited another seven days, and sent forth the dove, and she did not return to him any more. In the six hundred and first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried off the earth." And Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. In the second month, on the 27th day of the month, the earth had dried out. Then God said to Noah, Go out from the ark, you and your wife, and your sons and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing that is with you of all flesh, birds and animals and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, that they may swarm on the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. So Noah went out. And his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him, every beast, every creeping thing, and every bird, everything that moves on the earth, went out by families from the ark. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and took some of every clean animal and some of every clean bird, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And when the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma, the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground because of man, for the intention of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I ever again strike down every living creature as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, shall not cease. Chapter 9 And God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth. The fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every bird of the heavens, upon everything that creeps on the ground and all the fish of the sea. Into your hand they are delivered. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. And as I gave you the green plants, I give you everything. But you shall not eat flesh with its life, that is, its blood. And for your life blood I will require a reckoning. From every beast I will require it, and from man. From his fellow man I will require a reckoning for the life of man. Whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed, for God made man in his own image. And you, be fruitful and multiply, teem on the earth and multiply in it. Then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, Behold, I establish my covenant with you and your offspring after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the livestock, and every beast of the earth with you, and as many as came out of the ark. It is for every beast on the earth, I establish my covenant with you, that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant that I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. The sons of Noah who went forth from the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham was the father of Canaan. These three were the sons of Noah, and from these the people of the whole earth were dispersed. Noah began to be a man of the soil, and he planted a vineyard. He drank of the wine, and became drunk, and lay uncovered in his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father, and told his two brothers outside. Then Shem and Japheth took a garment, laid it on both of their shoulders, and walked backward, and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned backward, and they did not see their father's nakedness. When Noah awoke from his wine, and knew what his youngest son had done to him, he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall be he be to his brothers. He also said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem, and let Canaan be his servant. May God enlarge Japheth, and let him dwell in the tents of Shem, and let Canaan be his servant. After the flood Noah lived three hundred fifty years. All the days of Noah were nine hundred and fifty years, and he died. Chapter ten. These are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Sons were born to them after the flood the sons of Japheth, Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshech, and Tiras, the sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, Riphthoth, Togamaroth, the sons of Javan, Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Dodanim, from these the coastland peoples spread in their lands, each with his own language by their clans in their nations, the sons of Ham, Cush, Egypt, Put, and Canaan, the sons of Cush, Seba, Havala, Sabta, Rama and Sabteca, the sons of Rama, Sheba, and Dedan. Cush fathered Nimrod. He was the first on earth to be a mighty man. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Therefore it is said, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord. The beginning of his kingdom was Babel, Erech, Akkad, and Kalna in the land of Shinar. From that land he went into Assyria and built Nineveh, Rehoboth-ir, Kala, and Rezin between Nineveh and Kala, that is the great city. Egypt fathered Ludim, Anamim, Lahabim, Naphtuhim, Pathrusim, Kazluhim, from whom the Philistines came, and Kaphtorim. Canaan fathered Sidon, his firstborn, and Heth, and the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Girgashites, the Hivites, the Arkites, the Sinites, the Arvadites, the Zemorites, and the Hamathites. Afterward, the clans of the Canaanites dispersed. And the territory of the Canaanites extended from Sidon in the direction of Gerar as far as Gaza, and in the direction of Sodom, Gomorrah, Admah, and Zeboim as far as Lasha. These are the sons of Ham by their clans, their languages, their lands, and their nations. To Shem also, the father of all the children of Eber, the elder brother of Japheth, children were born. The sons of Shem: Elam, Asher, Arpachsad, Lud, and Aram. The sons of Aram. Uz, Hul, Gether, and Mash. Arpachshad fathered Shelah, and Shelah fathered Eber. To Eber were born two sons. The name of the one was Peleg, for in his day the earth was divided, and his brother's name was Joktan. Joktan fa- fathered Almadad, Shelaph, Hazarmath, Jerah, Haderam, Uzzel, Dikla, Obel, Abamael, Sheba, Ofer, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were the sons of Joktan. The territory in which they lived extended from Mesha in the direction of Sephar to the hill country of the east. These are the sons of Shem, by their clans, their languages, their lands, and their nations. These are the clans of the sons of Noah, according to their genealogies, in their nations, and from these the nations spread abroad on the earth after the flood. Chapter 11 Now the whole earth had one language and the same words. And as people migrated from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. And they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and bitumen for mortar. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens, and let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be dispersed over the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower, which the children of man had built. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they have all one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do, and nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Come, let us go down, and there confuse their language, so that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord dispersed them from there over the face of all the earth, and they left off building the city. Therefore its name was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth, and from there the Lord dispersed them over the face of all the earth." These are the generations of Shem. When Shem was 100 years old, he fathered Arpachshad two years after the flood, and Shem lived after he fathered Arpachshad 500 years and had other sons and daughters. When Arpachshad had lived 35 years, he fathered Shelah, and Arpachshad lived after he fathered Shelah 403 years, and he had other sons and daughters. When Shelah had lived thirty years, he fathered Eber, and Shelah lived after he fathered Eber four hundred three years and had other sons and daughters. When Eber had lived thirty four years, he fathered Peleg. And Eber lived after he fathered Peleg four hundred thirty years, and had other sons and daughters. When Peleg had lived thirty years, he fathered Reu. And Peleg lived after he fathered Reu two hundred nine years, and had other sons and daughters. When Reu had lived thirty two years, he fathered Serug. And Reu lived after he fathered Serug two hundred seven years, and had other sons and daughters. When Serug had lived 30 years, he fathered Nahor. And Serug lived after he fathered Nahor 200 years and had other sons and daughters. When Nahor lived 29 years, he fathered Terah. And Nahor lived after he fathered Terah 119 years and had other sons and daughters. When Terah had lived 70 years, he fathered Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Now these are the de- generations of Terah. Terah fathered Abram, Nahor, and Haran and Haran fathered Lot. Haran died in the presence of his father Terah in the land of his kindred in Ur of the Chaldeans. And Abram and Nahor took wives. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah and Ishka. Now Sarai was barren, she had no child. Terah took Abram his son, and Lot the son of Haran, his grandson, and Sarai, his daughter-in-law, his son Abram's wife, and they went forth together from Ur of the Chaldeans to go into the land of Canaan. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. The days of Terah were 205 years, and Terah died in Haran. Thank you for listening to the You Can Read the Bible podcast today. Today is day three.